Now look, I am all for involving the fans. I am all for consultation in this wrestling world. I am all for asking what the fans want or taking a social media understanding of what they want and running with that. I'm all for that. But sometimes, as with Portland Wrestling, from the 13th of February 1982, it can go a bit too far. More of that in a moment, but this is more of a truncated version of Portland Wrestling. Now, I wondered whether I should skip over it and get to the next one, which is a full size. They're usually an hour and a half or so. Because this one's got all the adverts cut out and that's good and bad. Because I quite liked seeing the adverts and last week's, as you'll know, it seemed to be more about the adverts than the wrestling. And I know that, as they said, the reason why they're still on air and still doing their wrestling show is because of the advertisers, and rightly so. But it did seem like the advertisers were more important than the wrestlers last week. It really did. None of that this week, of course. And what we've also got is not a full show. So I, I did think, well, you know, let's, um, let, maybe we'll skip over this because all we've got here is the main event. Now, that is an event in itself because usually it's the last 40 minutes or so and it is 40 minutes here. So you've usually got that best two out of three falls and they take a long time over it. Last week, it was two thirds of the army. You know the army are Buddy Rose, Rip Oliver and Matt Bourne. And uh, last week they fought Stephen Regal, not that Stephen Regal, the other Stephen Regal, the handsome, good looking baby face with the blonde locks, Stephen Regal. Although the other Stephen Regal or William Regal is good looking as well. I, I have to say that because I don't want to get kicked right in the mush. I don't want that. And um, last week they had that tag team. This week it is Hack Sawyer, Hacksaw Sawyer, the champion of Portland Wrestling versus Buddy Rose. So he's got a title shot. But before then, right at the top of this 40 minutes, we have the army being interviewed again, as they often are on this programme. And they tell us once again, I mean, they've told us for the last two weeks, that Matt Bourne was beating the hell out of Stephen Regal and had to be pulled off. No, not, don't get too excited, had to be pulled off Regal by Buddy Rose, who wanted to leave just a little bit of Regal so that he could attack Regal and Rip Oliver could attack Regal. But apparently next time they won't do that. And they've got surprises for Rocky Johnson and Iceman Parsons and Hack Sawyer and Kurt Hennig and Jim Neidhart and Kelly Von Erich and no, not, not those last two, but the rest of them. Yeah, even Kurt Hennig who's only just arrived. What's he got against Kurt Hennig? Kurt doesn't seem to have done him any harm. Anyway, here comes the main event. As I say, it's Buddy Rose versus Hack Sawyer. Now, one of the reasons why I continue with this 40 minutes is because this main event is extraordinary. Not for the wrestling, for what happens around the wrestling, because Stephen Regal comes out with Hack Sawyer, which causes Matt Bourne to attack him, grab him outside the ring, and 
grab his curly locks and push his head down onto the apron. Now, I have only seen this done on the top rope before. He scrapes Regal's face against the edge of the apron. You know where the apron skirt is, the ring skirt, and you know that it's kind of tied on to the apron, so it's all ruckled up with, you know, there are big, big knots on it and all that. Well, he scrapes his face across that. And if you thought that you weren't gonna see what damage that had done to Regal's face, you're very much mistaken. They are gonna show it. And it's extraordinary when you see it. So, let's get to the match. After Hack Sawyer takes Regal to the, or kind of walks him out, and I'm thinking, right, well, this is going to get counted out, isn't it? What are you going to do with the rest of the, of the 35 minutes you've got? Have some adverts, maybe? But no, he just comes back, and the ref, Sandy Barr, clearly hasn't been counting, and it just continues. Now, We've got some rose prevarication because he likes that sort of thing. Then he's dumped out of the ring. The crowd love that. Now, the crowd are absolutely in this right from the beginning. Then we've got um, Frank, who's in a lovely chocolate brown velvet three-piece. A three-piece, I tells you. Oh, yes. Three-piece. This week tells us that um, we have a near sellout. Not a sellout by any means. No, Frank, 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 listen, Frank, right, here's, right, Frank, here's a bit of advice. I, I don't want to teach you how to suck eggs, but if you're going to do a comment like that, leave it at the first statement. We have a near sellout here. That's all you need to say. That would sound great. Don't add, not a sellout by any means, because it sounds like, when you were saying a near sellout, it sounds like, actually, there aren't that many people in. There's big gaps in the audience. It's just not good. He'll do a bit of this later on as well. And I shall explain just how he could have made it better when we get to it. Now, back in the ring, Hacksaw, Hacksawyer, looks like he's laughing or certainly smirking at Buddy Rose's shenanigans. That would be fine, except they're supposed to hate each other. Sawyer gets a slam after Rose is thrown out and a backslide. And the thing about this is that, although I was rather, I mean, it was amazing the thing that, that Bourne did when he scraped Regal's head across the apron. Frank is kind of, well, he is talking about it all the time. At one point, he calls Hack Sawyer, who's the champion of Portland Wrestling, Regal. He, he won't leave it alone. So this, this match, it's really actually about Stephen Regal, but I can understand why, because it was an extraordinary moment. Now, back in the ring, we've got a leg grapevine float over to a headlock from Sawyer and a very gentle slingshot headlock takedown. It's almost as if he's saying, are you okay? I don't want to hurt you. Then there's a headlock, which is simply not worked at all. A crossbody from Sawyer, back to that poor headlock, not worked at all. Rose, though, has really got some good wrestling ability here. I think that Hack Sawyer in this match certainly is more meat and potatoes, to be honest, because Rose hits a back suplex, a vertical suplex, and he holds him in that vertical suplex position, and it looks like he's going to walk up the turnbuckles with it and hits him with a superplex. 
Now, Frank gets very excited by this, and he's, he's held him for a little while as Rose, puts his foot on the first turnbuckle, and then thinks better of it, because actually, how are you going to get up to that top turnbuckle if you can't grab hold of the ropes, Mr Sawyer? How are you going to do that? Yeah, I didn't think of that. I'd just better dump him onto the mat, which he does, and then throws him across the ring, and then we've got a break. Obviously for adverts as well, but they're cut here, and here's Bourne, keeping his word, as he said, to hurt Regal. He talks about the scar on his pretty little face, and, you know, you might think, well, Bourne is just... He's cutting a promo. He's not really got a big scar on his face or a big mark on his face. But he has. Now, back in the ring, we've got a lovely outside-in delayed suplex from Rose. Sawyer gets some pun punches in, but then runs at Rose and dives between the top and middle ropes and ends on the concrete floor outside. Sweet Rose backbreaker. But Sawyer's live to it, turns it into a small package and gets the pin. Now, from what I can see, that's 1-0 to Sawyer. Keep that in your mind. 1-0 to Sawyer, okay? Then we go to a little break because often they do. When they have this, they seem to go back to the locker room and come back. So usually you'd have a lot of adverts and a lot of, a lot of interviews and you've got Rocky Johnson saying that he will fight the army and he will need three people to do that and he's going to team with Hacksaw Sawyer and Stephen Regal. Well, hang on a minute. Well, isn't, isn't Iceman Parsons supposed to be your tag partner? He must be really cheesed off. What's he going to do? Hold your towel? Anyway, we've got um, the 15th anniversary next week, according to Frank. So please do come along, he says. Right, Frank, just leave it there. Just leave it there. It's oh, as he says, nothing special planned. You've told... Whenever you have announced a special thing here, which is the 15th anniversary of Portland Wrestling, you have followed it up by saying, we don't have anything special planned. Don't tell us that. Because if I'm at home and I was watching Portland Wrestling 10 years ago and I thought, I've not watched it for 10 years. I just switched on and they're telling me it's 15, the 15th anniversary. I might go along to that, you know. I bet they've got something special planned. Uh, oh, oh, he's telling me they haven't. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll stay and walk the dog or something. <laughs> Don't tell us there's nothing special planned. It makes the 15th anniversary sound terrible. There's just a bit of advice for you, and that is free of charge. Back in the ring, we've got a high flip from Sawyer, which is really well sold by Regal. And then a Sawyer pile driver, I think he holds him up a bit too long, because he basically just kind of falls with him. As Frank says, and he's quite right, more of a suplex than a pile driver. And then he decides to channel Yokozuna from the future. It's your kids, Marty, your kids. Because he just sits on him. Maybe Yokozuna was watching this. Maybe baby Yokozuna was watching this and thought, I'll, I'll do that when I become a big wrestler. Now, Rose then gets some offensive, and it's pretty good. Counter suplex. They're both on their knees, trading shots, which is a very good look, actually. They come off the ropes, heads crash. They're both down. Bourne is in, so is Steve Regal. The ref is distracted by Regal telling him, you must get on the, must get out the ring. It's not very good. This is Sandy Barr telling him, and quite right, in the kerfuffle and distraction, 
Bourne puts Sawyer onto, uh, puts, sorry, puts Rose onto Sawyer. That's right. I'm distracted as well, clearly. And Rose wins the belt. But, but hang on. Remember a while ago when I told you to remember and keep in your mind that it was 1-0 because Sawyer got that, got that roll up. Well, unless something's been cut out, it might have been, but I don't think so, because this is 40 minutes. Isn't that one all? It's not 2-1, is it? It's not 2-1 to Buddy Rose. So he got the first fall, he's just got the second fall. He's been awarded the belt. Now, if you thought that was a problem, there's a lot more to come. Now, Regal comes out to, well, he's already out, but he's explaining to Sandy Barr, the ref, what happened. We get a mid-shot of the camera, and that, there's a mark just below his cheekbone on the left-hand side. Oh, my word. It looks like a big piece of his face has been gouged out. I mean, it might be makeup. They might have hired a really good makeup artist, and the picture wasn't the best quality in the world, but it did look like he's just gouged his face. It's not cut, it's gouged. And, I mean, he doesn't seem to be too bothered by it, so maybe it is makeup, but if it is, it's pretty good. I'm very surprised. Now, that's one thing that's extraordinary. The next thing is that referee Sandy Barr, after talking to Regal, who tells him what happened, doesn't go to an instant replay, doesn't go to the announcer, doesn't ring the championship committee, or go to Frank to say, Frank, what did you see that? He goes to what Frank calls a regular fan to ask him what happened. And then on the fan's word, he reverses the decision. Hang on, you, this is a world championship fight and you have just reversed the decision on the say-so of a fan who goes often. It's like being in a restaurant and the, re and the chef saying, well, you come here quite a lot. Why don't you make me gazpacho? Or, or someone saying, you seem to switch lights on quite a lot. Why don't you rewire this house for me? Or, 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 or being on a, on a flight and someone saying, well, you know what? You go on lots of flights and you travel all over the world on aeroplanes. You can fly this one today. It just doesn't happen, does it? Well, maybe it does, but it shouldn't. So you, you've got a decision that's a really big decision based on what a fan said, a regular fan. Then we've got everybody in and Rose has Sawyer in a guillotine. I thought this can't break down anymore. But I was wrong. Why? Because some fan has apparently taken the World Heavyweight Championship belt. Now, I don't think it was a work. Frank says, why the idiot would want to do that, I don't know. He's got the belt. It's worth thousands of pounds, tens of thousands of pounds, or dollars if you like. But why would he want to do that? Well, fans are getting involved, so why wouldn't you? You've already asked a fan, what happened, taking his word for it, I might as well take the belt and pr proclaim myself as champion. 
The fans are so angry here and that actually is testament to the good work they're doing. Now Sandy Barr then tells Buddy Rose, well tells us all, that Buddy's done this too many times, he doesn't like his shenanigans and he's holding the belt up because he can just make that decision. <laughs> don't need a championship committee to do it. And then he says, I don't know when you'll get the next fight, another match for this belt. I hope you never get another match. Right, now, look. You're a referee. And referees are supposed to be impartial. So how you can ref the next match with between Rose and Sawyer for the belt, I do not know, Sandy Barr. But you are the highest referee at this time in Portland, aren't you? Portland Wrestling, I think. Then we have an advert for a bookkeeping service. Because when you've, when you've had that kind of action, you need an advert for a bookkeeping service, don't you? Blimey. Regal is then interviewed and they want a close-up of his face. Now, he, he wants that. And he's quite right because, you know when you fall on the concrete or the tarmac, or if you're in America, the asphalt... And you don't cut your arm, but you graze it. The skin comes off it, and it is horrible, isn't it? It's like that, only multiplied by about 10. It looks incredible. And as I say, whether it's makeup or they actually did it, it's just great. We're just getting into this interview when the announcer, who usually wears a very big houndstooth check coat, you know, it's got big checks on it, Breaks in and says, sorry to break in. Buddy and, and Hack Sawyer will fight next Tuesday. Okay then. And that is your Portland Wrestling for the 13th of February 1982 when fans went wild because they were given a little bit of power. It's extraordinary. It is the best main event I've seen for some time. And I am really enjoying watching this Portland wrestling. And you know what, fellow listeners? I hope you are too. Ta-ta.